everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to look back at Bayern's 1-0 win over Armenia Bielefeld. So, to start off, let's take a look at the lineups. Bayern went predictably 4-2-3-1, predictably a hybrid with a 3-4-2-1, with Pava, Upamecano, Hernandez, and Davies in the back four ahead of Manuel Neuer. Toliso Goretzka forming the double pivot, Koman Molazane in front of them, and Robert Lewandowski leading the line. Uh, Armenia Bielefeld went 4-3-3, Ortega in goal, he was splendid today. Andrade, Nielsen, Pieper, Brunner in the back four, Vasilides, Pritel, Schoff, Alessandro Schoff, I'm sure y'all remember, is a Bayern youth product. And up front, Okugawa, Close, and Wimmer, not that you would know because there was so little we saw from Bielefeld up front. So, um, it's hard to talk about this game because... And on one side, you can make the argument that Bayern was so good. It was just that the finishing touch was missing. There was some overcrowding going on in the box. Players getting in each other's way. Like, the chances missed by Zane, Lewandowski, Mola, you name it. Like, on any other day, this could have ended 6 or 7 nil, and we'd be having a very different conversation. But it didn't. It ended 1-0. It needed a Leroy Zane left foot rocket to give Bayern all the three points ahead of a crucial clash against Borussia Dortmund. Bayern remains one point ahead of Dortmund. Ahead of next Saturday, Dortmund ran out 3-1 winners against Wolfsburg. And their, uh, their, I guess their main man, Erling Haaland, came back on the pitch today and got the third goal in that game for Dortmund. So... As far as this one's concerned for Bayern, the overcrowding in the box was a little bit of an issue. Too many cooks spoiled the broth and whatnot. Um, among the surprises was Goretzka going off and Muziala coming on. There has apparently been rumors about Muziala playing as a deep-lying midfielder against Borussia Dortmund next week. That might happen, but is he going to come in instead of Goretzka? I don't think so. He'll probably come in instead of Toliso. And um, we saw a little bit of Niklas Zule up front, which is always good news, which means there's selection headaches for Nagelsmann next week, but in a good way. In terms of standout performers today, I thought Muller was excellent. Almost everything that Bayern created really came through him. Davies, Coman, and Zane. Coman and Zane were fantastic. Serge Gnabry, when he came on, was fantastic too. Uh, Muziala was good, but I think Muziala can... Ha- Muziala's ceiling is much more high than what we're seeing right now. As for Bielefeld, their real threat was Okugawa, and he got in behind the Bayern backline. One too many times for my liking, yes. Um, turned out to be offside, and Upamecano generally did a good job of shutting down close, so there was not much to be done. Um, when Okugawa went through, he didn't really have an outlet when he did, and we didn't see much from Wimmer today either. We saw a lot from Nielsen and Pieper in the back line, consistently clearing out uh, gorgeous balls into the box from the Bayern wings, and the wing play today was really slick. And all round, I don't have any criticisms to make, except maybe that there's just 
something and I don't exactly know what it is that's missing like this team is statistically better than Flick's Bayern from last season conceded less scored more around the same point but there's just you just don't know what's going to happen and at nil nil it was looking this it was starting to look dicey so I guess Nagelsmann doesn't pass the eye test for me yet. He's been, his Bayern has looked incredible at times, but recently, as of late, of course, a lot of it down to COVID and injuries and the absence of Joshua Kimmich. That cannot be ignored no matter how much we try. When Kimmich is absent, Bayern looks a little bit less solid, and that's been the case, and Kimmich is not coming back anytime soon. And whenever he comes back, he has to work himself back to match fitness because it has been a while since we have seen Joshua Kimmich play. So, once Kimmich comes back, there will be more to think about. But for now, things are looking good. But there's definitely some work to be done and some kinks to be hammered out ahead of more important games coming up. Also, I don't know why Bayern Bielefeld was the clash of the day when Köln Mönchengladbach was going on, when Wolfsburg Borussia Dortmund was going on. This was... I don't know why the Bundesliga organizers organized this the match day schedule this way, but speaking of which, um, Bayern seems to have broken Freiburg because Freiburg lost again, two one down to Bochum today. Uh, Mönchengladbach was torn apart by Köln, mostly their own fault. At one nil down, when they came back to one one, it looked spectacular, but Florian Neuhaus then made a very costly error playing the ball straight to Mark Ut, which resulted in a second goal for uh, which resulted in a second goal for Kohn. Kohn quickly got a third through Andre Duda and then Stefana Anderson would get a fourth late on but boy oh boy did Neuhaus really break Gladbach today so that happened Wolfsburg lost Dortmund won as I mentioned uh Union Berlin play tomorrow, Leverkusen play tomorrow, RB Leipzig play tomorrow, but Bayern and Dortmund are far ahead of the rest of the pack as things stand. So that game next week takes on added significance because Dortmund, in probably what is one of their weaker seasons, I've never seen Dortmund quite as poor in the Champions League since Klopp took them there in 2011 when they had a really, really poor season in the Champions League. And my feeling is that in against one of the weakest Dortmund sides like one of the weakest Dortmund sides in history in recent memory for me is actually mounting a serious title challenge and with no Champions League to look forward to it it might turn out to indeed be a very serious title challenge so Nagelsmann will be breathing a sigh of relief that they got all three points against Bielefeld because Bayern has struggled against teams who defend with nine or ten on the line and um Bielefeld under Frank Kramer is different than Bielefeld under Uwe Neuhaus. Uwe Neuhaus' team try to play more. Bielefeld under Frank Kramer tries to be more solid. Not that it's helping because they are in the relegation zone and really looking, um, really looking like one of the teams who could go down. So unlike last season's 3-3, this wasn't probably going to be that way but Flick's Bayern was far more open than Nagelsmann's Bayern which is which is credit to Nagelsmann 
because he has managed to shore up the back four. As I mentioned before, Upa Meccano and Hernandez were really solid today. I don't know about Pava. Pava's there. He plays cool, awesome. Davies was not really a defender. He was more of a midfielder. But Nagelsmann really needs to sort out this back three, back four situation because I still stand by the fact that Bayern, I think, is better with a back four than a back three. Um, you're... One of your favorite writers here at BFW, Marcus, pointed out to me that in 2001, when Bayern won the Champions League, they won it with a back three because I was complaining that I don't want to see Bayern with a back three because it just looks really unnatural to me. And I have personally never seen Bayern with a back three. It's always been a back four as far as I can remember, like mid-2000s, since mid-2000s and whatnot. Um... I think this team is accustomed to playing a back four. I think this team plays its most efficient, amazing football when it has a back four. So I think Nagelsmann is playing with fire here. And I don't know. I don't know why he must like change things because things were working under Flick. The defense was broken because of a mixture of a ridiculous high line fatigue and um, just some poor defending from some of the defenders last season. But I don't even think the argument that Nagelsmann has shored up the has shored up the defense actually works because we did concede five. Yeah, remember that five against Borussia Mönchengladbach. So we haven't been perfect exactly at the back either. And um, Dinamo Kiev, although in a somewhat meaningless game in midweek, really threatened to do much more damage. Then it turned out. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Bayern do against Dortmund. And it will be even more interesting to see how Bayern uh, progress in the Champions League. And I think that will turn out to be Nagelsmann's real test. Alright then, so that's it from me. Um, as always, thank you for your support and let us know what you think. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works at Jefferson Fenner at The Barrel Blog at Tommy Adam 71 at BFW In and more. Thank you. This has been Samrin. As always, like always, it's been a pleasure. Take care and have a good night.